Yo, 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 what's going on, ladies and gentlemen? This is your boy, Anthony, a.k.a. PG, a.k.a. Black Dynamite, and you're tuning in to the Rise Above Podcast, live. I'm saying live because I'm outside, chilling in the park, hashtag date night, don't worry about who it is, but just know it's a beautiful night, so I figured I should uh, come out here and enjoy it by the water, with all the New York City lights just shining on me. Um, God is grateful. God is gracious. Thank you once again for another blessed day that uh, I was able to enjoy. Got a lot of work done. So I'm hoping and praying that a lot of things come through in my favor. Hopefully everyone had a good day today. Everybody did their thing. They got their goals set and done. And uh, I encourage you guys to uh, continue to have daily goals and supersede them to grow as as people, you know. Um, I'm grateful for uh, a loving life, loving family, uh, support system that's crazy, good. And uh, we're about to get into this interview with Mr. Lamar Gibbs. He is a writer for jamthehype.com as well as go to heck up two prominent uh, Christian hip hop or Christian outlets that are out there so shout out to Jam the Hype shout out to go to heck up of RCIC doing your thing um, more grace and peace be on to you guys and your outlets may it continue to grow and we're just going to do the doggone thing you know I'm going to pick his brain get to know a little bit more about Mr. Gibbs and where he's from, and you know how to become a writer for Jam the Hype and grow the heck up, and uh, some other things to get to know about him. All right, so stay tuned. It's the Rise Above Podcast. Hello, Mr. Lamar Gibbs. Yes, sir. What's going on? What's going on, sir? How are you? Good time, sir. I'm doing good. Doing good. How you doing? I'm doing well, man. I'm actually outside doing the podcast live, enjoying this, this this wonderful evening, autumn evening out here in the park. It's, it's a beautiful night. Clear skies. No crazy Word. outside. It's, it's not too hot, not too cold. It's perfect. It, enjoy it while it lasts, yo. This, this isn't supposed to be happening right now. So, uh, so we're we going we gonna to enjoy this until... Yes, yes. You enjoy know? every minute of it because winter is coming. I'm not I'm not ready but God's grace is real. You, you don't know that. Neither am I man. So what's going on man? How's your day? Day was good. Work was pretty chill. Just came home and you know relaxing. Just hit man. It's been a good day. God is not a good. How about you? Everything's well man. Got some things done. Got some situations handled. You know, God's favor is in it, so I'm putting all that into it. You know, it's not my problem. I gave it up to the Lord, and uh, hopefully everything gets through as soon as possible. Nice. I hear that, man. Yeah, man. So, um, Mr. Gibbs, one cool fact is that you have the same exact last name as my neighbor. Ah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. My neighbor, I've known her since I was a child. Is actually my grandmother's best friend, and um, her name is Verdi Gibbs. So when I first 
met you. And I'm like, Lamar Gibbs, like, is he related to my, my neighbor? Because <laughs> you know if he has similar names, exact spelling names, I'm like, oh, are you related or something? So, oh, I remember, there was, there was a Gibbs school as well, so, you know, who, who knows where, where this is going, you know? <laughs> exactly. <laughs> So, Mr. Lamar, let's, let's, let's dive into a little bit about you. So, tell, tell the listeners a little bit about you. Like, what do you do? Well, I'm a writer. Um, I have been writing since 2013. Um, Social media. I've been writing for, since high school. But officially, I've been writing since 2009. I first started with com, which is a, a well-known Christian hip-hop entertainment, Christian culture website. Yep. And since then, I've been writing for them, and they were sold to Jam the Hype, which is, I, I still currently write for them. Uh, not as much as I, I used to, but I write for them now. And ever since August of 2014, I've been running my own personal blog called Thoughts of Redemption. And, and basically, the purpose of the blog is to, to cultivate an awareness of and an, an appreciation for how God sanctifies our thought life. And another way I would say for it is, is just highlighting just the process of thought itself and how God moves through it, how God changes our perspective and increases our, our perspective, increases our vision um, in life and challenges the way that we think in certain areas. So when I, if you were to go to thethoughtsofredemption.com and check out the blog, you would see me touch on different topics. Uh, I got pieces coming up in the works where I'm challenging certain perceptions on, on Bible verses okay. and just engaging on culture, cultural issues, and social issues, and racial issues, and, 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 and even the concept of race. Just different type of topics, even uh, me personally being a virgin, and, and talking about sexuality in the church, and just touching on, on subjects and topics where, you know, highlighting just the way we process things in, in, in society, and process things in our lives, and our church, and, and, and all that kind of stuff. And I also started a series because of the blog uh, called Thoughts You Change, where you, I, I would get testimonies of people, in myself as well, talking about the thought or thought process that God has changed. So just the process of thought and just writing in that way has been probably the chief passion, not probably, it is the chief passion that I've been cultivating and promoting and, and pursuing for the last few years. And then and, and last year, and also I'm an also contributor from GrowTheHeadUp.com. Uh, shout out to, to LaVarcia Cornerstone, uh, CEO of, of Grow the Heck Up and founder of Grow the Heck Up. Uh, it's, a, it's a website that touches on, as you said, on race, music, culture, religion, hip-hop, and, and the Bible. And so I'm a contributor for this website, and I write for them as well. So I write for a few websites and run my own, and so that's what I'm about. That's awesome. That's awesome. I didn't even know that you uh, uh, that you started Foster Redemption because I think I followed that on, on, on Instagram. So that's awesome. Right. That's, that, that's awesome. And that's yeah, yeah. good that you touched on, you know, the thought process. We can talk more about that. You know, yeah, um, yeah. shout out to you, like you're saying, uh, 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 telling the world that you're a virgin, you're part of it. You know, and that's not a small feat. You know, right. that especially in today's society that's so heightened on sexual immorality and impurity, you know, that is like the cornerstone of our society nowadays, unfortunately. Right. And for you to still be a virgin in this um, environment is a great testament to, uh, 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 
your faith in the word and your faith in God as well. So I salute you on that. You know, a lot of people look down on men or women that are virgins in this day and age. And I say, no, it's much better for you guys to be a virgin than for you to fall into sinful nature and to commit sexual acts. You know, I wish that I was um, a complete virgin all over again. You know, granted, I'm not Within, within the gospel, but um, right. nonetheless, from a physical standpoint, I wish I, I, I was still a virgin because, you know, those thoughts, as you were saying, they come on an every moment basis, mm-hmm. you know, and um, if, if if you were sexually sexually immoral and, and working on living a pure life, it's not easy at all, you know, it's right. an every day, every hour, every moment process to fight against. And, and to the listeners, like, I, I wouldn't even want to get that misconstrued as well. Being a virgin, you know, you have those things as well, which, you're, which is why I wrote that post. On, okay. the, the title, I, I titled it was A Virgin's Perspective on God and Sexuality. It was a two-part post. And then I, I wrote on the true meaning of purity. So what happens is on the virgin, on the side of the virgin, is, or even on church in general, is when sex is talked about, it's don't do it until marriage. Yeah. There's no, there's no theology, there's no type of conversation or much conversation that happens in the church when it comes to talking about your hormones or talking about um, attraction and, and talking about like, uh, just talking about romance and, and talking about, even in the scriptures where there's a whole book, the Song of Solomon, where yeah. there are sexual window, sexual terms that are used and it talks about the breast and it talks about like, you know the wife and the love for the wife and, and most people aren't prepared for romance, most people aren't prepared in the in the body of Christ when it comes to just knowing who you are as a sexual being and that not being sexually immoral. Like there's a difference between engaging in sexual immorality, engaging in sexually immoral thinking versus being a sexual being that has attractions and that has you know, desires for marriage and for sex, where the, the purpose of you abstaining, or well, the purpose is that you abstain from sex, it doesn't mean that you don't have sexual desire. And of having, having a desire for sex does not mean that you sin. And a lot of people might not even understand that. They just feel that there's an unrealistic expectation, there's a feeling that I just can't match. And then, not to, and not to mention, there's so many things around us as a culture, as a society that we, to- we tolerate now and we're not having even tolerated in the generations past. There are, are, are burdens that you have to deal with that's far beyond what, you know what I mean? Like, that, that affects you in, in that way. And so, you know, just talking about all these things, it's not really talked about as much. It's not an open space. And so, like, that, like you said, when you, you have sex before marriage and engage in sexual morality, it's hard. it is hard. It's very hard. It's, it's much harder if you were than if you were to wait. But the other side is that there is a, is a culture that needs to be cultivated amongst the church when you're promoting sexual purity and promoting abstinence, waiting for marriage, and what the Bible has to say about sex, and what the Bible has to say about God and His, his desire, you know, for sex marriage and, and how that's cultivated in a marriage. And there's a lot to say. There's a wealth of information and a wealth of knowledge and mm-hmm. wisdom that God has made available. And to wait for marriage is not supposed to be a burden. It's 
supposed to be freedom. It's supposed to be joyful. Most people, most people are trusting through this. It's, it's like, I'm just holding on, man. I'm just like, no, like God is giving you grace and an abundant, abundant life for you to live in the freedom and the joy and, and, and the and true love that God has revealed through his word and, and through his people and just through life. As you can tell, I'm really passionate about this, so. <laughs> nah, that, nah, listen, let the spirit uh, move you, brother. So, you know, it, 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 this is great, you know, and I'm glad that we're bringing this up, you know, because everything begins with the thought, you know, right. and um, me personally, I wanted to uh, dive into a series of um, Rising Against Sexual Immorality, you know, and I, I think about making a three-part series of that, so, you know, the notes that you're giving now is, is great, and it, it could be a great foundation for that, for that, for that um, series itself, right. you know, right. because I want others to know that, as you said, um, waiting for marriage shouldn't be a burden, it should be a blessing, right. you know, and once you're able to experience that fulfillment in marriage and that union in, in Christ, as well as with the wife or vice versa, there's so much more of, you know, arousal and right. positive erotic that can right. come forth within that, right. because God... God, God, God um, adores um, marriage and um, sexuality within marriage. Yeah, absolutely. And all that so, is like just, just the, the foreplay and, and like, the, like he created orgasm. Like, yeah. Like, like it's all boring. And it's yeah. the context. Because he made it, he placed it in a specific context. He blesses it. He never blesses it outside of marriage. And marriage between you know, a man and a woman. He, he never blesses it outside of it. And so yeah. there, there has to be an openness. Not not being crass, not being just loose with it, but still being frank and upfront and bold. Like bold. Like he, like there, there shouldn't be any repressive any repressive attitudes or or or, or, or any type of you know, you feel embarrassed to talk about it. To talk about, like, like you shouldn't be, like, people hearing this podcast shouldn't be afraid that when I say that you're going to have to work on sex when you're in marriage. Like, if two virgins get married, like, they're not going to get it together on wedding night. You're going to have to literally work on that. What What is your partner like? What is your, what is your wife like? Is your husband like? What is your husband like? How, 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 how do you perceive sex? Is it for your your gratification for you to get an orgasm or for you to help your wife have an orgasm okay. or, or have be satisfied after having sex just the way that we could remember like like I said earlier like a lot of what we think about sex uh, comes from the culture around us and our environment and so if you if you you've seen um, if you've seen um, porn or if you if you've heard discussion around the culture around you and it's talking about sex in a way that's just about you getting one off or it's just about you getting girls and doing all these kind of stuff then you, you won't look at it in a holistic perspective you won't look at it in a selfless perspective a perspective filled with love and, and so there's a lot that comes when it comes to sex it's not just the act itself it's the way that we think about it the way we approach women the way we approach ourselves as men, 
just so much, man. It's so much. Yeah, and, and I could definitely take you back off of that. Um, speaking from the other side of the fence, that um, it literally distorted my mind. Uh, and and, and I, I, I'll keep it going because this podcast will be uncensored, unfiltered, and brutally honest. So um, my my grandfather was raising me at the time, and he put me on to sex. His way of teaching me about the birds and the bees was to have me watch pornography with him. And every every late night, around 11 o'clock at night, he would put on Red, Red Shoe Diaries. It was a softcore porn that, that came on at Showtime. And he would have me watch it with him. And he would show me different positions in terms of sexual uh, activity. And telling me, like, listen, this is how they have sex. This is how you have sex. And so that distorted my mind. And so that went from there to um, finally getting a computer in my house. It was a dollar connection. You know, for you kids nowadays that are young and don't know, right. was very slow back in the day, right. and we had AOL. So you um, pray that that joint would go. Exactly. If it don't go, I start all over again. Exactly, exactly. And then once you on the computer, you won't be able to use the phone line. So um, right. it was only a certain time of night I'll be able to use the computer. And so I would come home after school, and I would get on the computer in my room, door closed and everything, and I'll get on AOL. And then I will look at pornography pictures and pornography videos, stuff like that. And then that led to me actually stealing pornographic DVDs from grocery stores to watch it at home and hide them under my bed and all that stuff. And, 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 and which led to me eventually having sex with somebody. And then the more and more I had sex, the more and more I wanted it. And the more and more I wanted it, the more and more I'll think about it. And the more and more I thought about it, the more and more it, it consumed me, and that led to masturbation, you know, so I masturbate all over the place, everywhere, you know, and then that led to me looking at women as objects, like, listen, I had, it was like Pokemon, like, listen, I had to catch them all, you know, and then that led to me almost catching an STD and, and, and almost having a baby, so, you know, it, it, it's a never-ending cycle that you can never get your full gratification of. You know, it's right. like a drug. It, 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 it is a, it's an actual drug that you can never get a full high off. Right. You know, it's a gateway right. to a lot of things. You know, and so my listeners that are still virgins, you know, fighting the good fight, you know, continue to fight the good fight and right. be happy right. where you at. Don't let society and peer pressure and your friends and, and family try to, you know, put you in this box to make it seem like, oh, you're weird or you're a homosexual just because you don't watch this or right. you are, you know, just a, a stupid human being if you're not having sex or having babies. Nah, I've seen, I've seen a lot of men and women fall by the wayside due to peer pressure, you know, me included. You know, so um, if you're listening out there, you know, to continue to walk the straight narrow, you know, I'm, if you're listening from a person that went on that other side of that fence and it was not pretty. Right. You know, you actually listen from two people. One, one listening from a person that's on, uh, that, that went on the other side of the fence that did those things and uh, it was not pretty. And you're also listening from another person from, from, from another side of the fence that lived a pure life and continued to live pure, but also still fighting against temptation. You know, so, um, and, uh, if you don't remember anything else, listeners, just know that if you're still a virgin, remain a virgin. Remain a virgin in Christ. 
you know, continue to walk that that that, that, that great rock of purity and continue to move forward because you are making a big difference and fighting against the uh, 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 the establishment of what's going on right now in the society. Right, right. and 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 walking in purity, purity as a whole, not just not having sex. Walking purity, examine the way that you think on a regular basis. Examine the show that you watch, the music that you listen to, and see where the habits lie mentally. Does it gravitate towards more sexual thinking and everything? Because even, even as, a, as a sexual being, you're gonna have those thoughts, and you're gonna, you have your own flesh that you have to deal with. Don't yeah. make it harder by being used to the content that you're listening to. Because you can be a virgin and think you're pure, but have a, 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 a filthy mind, a lewd mm. mind, and a, a filthy heart, and God is not pleased. Mm. And you're, you're, you can still be in bondage. You can be a virgin in bondage, sexual immorality in bondage, wow. because it starts from the heart. And the desires, when it's full grown, it leads to death. And so you have to take diligent, literally, when it comes to walking out um, purity, because there's a verse in, in the book of Job. I don't remember the exact verse, but Job made the statement that I would never forget and always hold dear to. He said, "I made a covenant with my eyes to not look upon the woman's blood." Mm, that's another level because when you when I even talk to people that aren't Christians and they say, "Well, why, why don't you look at the girl? They see nice. Yeah, I know she's nice. She looks nice. It's obvious. She got a body." You look nice, but I'm not going. I'm going to make a couple of my eyes. I'm not, upon the I'm not going to get used to looking at women for an extended amount of time and mm -hmm. opening myself up to that snare where you get used to looking at women in that way. And even then, I still have my shortcomings. And so, like, you have to be vigilant. There's an adversary that wants to destroy you, there's an adversary that wants you to be in bondage. Yeah, so you have to remember that. Know that you're free. Know that you don't have to look at a demon in every nook and cranny. But be aware. Watch and pray. Seek God's face. Be be free. Be free. Yeah. And be free to love. Know, know how to love. And, and continue to be in the scripture. And continue to enjoy life. Enjoy life. And, and understand your sexuality. Understand your body. Like, from the top down. From the head down to the tree toes. Understand, like, who you are as a human being. As God made you. No, no way home or that. No, all that stuff. Like, no, don't be ashamed about getting to know these things because it's very important. Yes, I, I agree totally, one hundred ten percent, what you're saying, and also to back up what you're saying, there are tons of scripture that Paul addresses to the churches, um, whether it be in Ephesians, whether it be in, in Colossians, you know, that deals solely on sexual immorality. And purity, idolatry, lust, greed, uh, 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 and, 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 and foolish talk with your lips as well. You know, the right. the Colossians three to put to death those things of your earthly nature. You know, for mm -hmm. your mind is now hidden. So for you are hidden in Christ. So that's what you have to do. Become a new convert. You know, and also set set your mind on things above, not on earthly things. You know, so everything that we just mentioned is, is part of earthly things. If it's not um, uh, um, approved in God, what I mean by that, I mean by like, you know, in terms of marriage, in terms of unionship, in terms of worship, and living a pure life, you know, living a pure life in marriage as well is a great thing. Yeah, it's, it's, it's an honor. It stop when it goes to marriage. Right. 
Yeah. And, 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 and even then, you know, I know a lot of married folks, and um, we have men fellowship in our church, and we break down things that, that, that goes on. We keep it real, we keep it funky. Um, it's on right. Mondays as well, too. And even then, you know, we think that the fight is over once they're married, but no. It, it, it comes from stories that I've been told, it comes back double. Mm. You know, for some strange reason, women love a man that's in a relationship or that's married. Yeah. You know, they didn't want you when you were single. <laughs> but when you're in a relationship or you're married, it's a whole different story. Now they seem for you, you know, right. and um, that's a gateway to open up to a lot of hurt and a lot of agony and anguish that can happen within the marriage. You know, because God doesn't want to see divorce. He doesn't. Right. He doesn't worship. You know, divorce. He doesn't acknowledge divorce. You know, um, he wants to be whole. I mean, granted, there are some guidelines. You know, if things happen, then you know you, you, you're allowed to divorce. Or if they pass away, then it's the story. But nonetheless, for the most part, God doesn't want divorce. You know, he wants unionship. You know, under him. And, right. and, and, and because God doesn't want it. Right. And then because. God doesn't want it, Satan attacks it. And Satan attacks it because marriage is a demonstration of the commitment of Christ to his church. So it's a vehicle of revelation that God uses to reveal himself. So therefore, this covenant is a covenant that's an attack. Just like faith in Christ is attacked because it reveals the power of God unto salvation, like it's the, the good news is the power of God of salvation and when you submit your life to Christ you become that testimony that testifies to the glory of, of Christ and so marriage is a testimony of the glory of Christ and his sacrifice to the church and his union with the church and so Satan attacks that. So. And, and, and I believe that's, that's one of the things that's going to ramp it within even our own community within the Christian hip hop community as well too a lot of men are falling by the wayside and leaving the church due to stuff like that right. you know you got some that are married that are still looking to have sex with other women you got some that are married that are having children out of wedlock you know outside of marriage you know uh, um, and, and, and it's crazy because they never really devoted their whole heart and mind and soul to a relationship with God. And even then, I understand that there's some patience and things that's going on, but if you uh, 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 fully devoted yourself to the things of God and living a pure life and honoring, you know, uh, 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 your wife and uh, or, or, you know, women honoring their husbands, because women do, do the same thing as well too, you know, then there'll be, um, more of, I guess, it'll be more of an easier way to continue to thrive in your marriage. You know, obviously, I'm not married. I don't know if you are you married? Nope. Not yet. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're not married. So, I mean, obviously, you know, we can only say but so much. We can only speak from the outside in. You know, we can't speak from the inside out. But, um, I believe that can be a, a, a justification to just continue to live pure. I mean, I, I, I'm going for the listeners as well. I'm also going to have a marriage series going on. You'd be more than welcome to listen to that too. Um, I'll be speaking to three different couples that I've known personally for years and, and that are, have been married for distances of years. So, um, Bronx and his wife 
We've been married for about good uh, three years now, going on four. Yes. Um, the Smiths, Brooke Lugo Smith and, and Colin yes, Smith, yes, yes. they've been married around, I believe, uh, 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 five to eight years. And then you have uh, Armin Kelly and his wife, Toya Kelly. They've been yeah. married 10 plus years. So, Shout out know, to Toya Kelly, a fellow, a fellow girl that had got some control. Yeah, well. Toya Kelly. Uh, uh, also, uh, a fellow of Go to Yes, shout out to her too. And um, yeah, it says Dolce family, you know, and I'm gonna ask them the hard questions, you know, around that too as well. Because I can only imagine how difficult it could be at times. You know, obviously we're not married, so we can't really say per se, you know, but considering the divorce rate that's going on with things in the Christian community is is, is, is growing, you know, and those are one of the things that's going on. And well, on both sides, not just men, you know, women too. You know, right. so, um, like you said, they all originate from a thought. Once that thought turns into something, it, it, it turns into sin. You know, um, and once sin is full, full grown, it turns into death. You know, not, not, not basically, not basically um, physical death as you died, but spiritual right. death. You know, you become more disconnected with the things of God and disconnected from your marriage or and, and or relationship, you know, because even if you if you're two Christians in a relationship, growing together and becoming unified as one to actually be married, there's some tests and trials as well too. You know, right. so um that's why me as myself as a man, you know, I'm getting my I'm exercising my faith. I'm uh, I'm spiritually in the gym as much as I can now. Um, I'm cutting some things off, you know, and, and just getting spiritually in shape to um, prepare myself for marriage. Because one day I do want to get married, and I do want to have children and live a blessed life. But I have to start within myself as well first. Right. Absolutely. So, Lamar, take a side journey. What are some good facts about you? Like, like, what are some interesting facts? A weird fact and a fun fact. Okay, interesting fact. Um, I'm Guyanese. I'm half Guyanese. My mom's from Guyana. Uh, fun fact. You said fun fact too? Yep, fun fact. A fun fact. I'm a twin. It's, oh. it's crazy. It's crazy because most people don't know that. Even though I, I've posted about it on my birthday or every now and then again, I'll, I'll share. He's because he's a producer. Shout out to, to Double A Hit Music. You can check out doubleahitmusic.com if you need any tracks. Shameless promo for the bro. But yeah, so when, when, I, when I promo him and when I say, oh, he's my twin, or if I, if I say I have a twin, they're like, oh, I didn't know you had a twin. And yeah, so that's, that's the fun fact of me. Yeah. Most people don't so, so know. Is it identical? Identical twin or fraternal? Yes, identical. Oh, same yeah. height, same everything? Yeah, but it's crazy because you can tell us apart now. When we were younger and as kids, we used to dress in clothes and you couldn't tell us apart. But now you, you can tell him from me. We have our own style, our own, our own wave, and the way that we do certain things. And, and even if the, the field that we're involved in, involved in music production and engineering and, and all that stuff. And I'm involved in the writing and, and all that stuff, so. So, so when y'all was kids, did you? Cause I always wanted to do the Spanish one. <laughs> did you ever go into one of your classes that wasn't yours? 
and substitute for your brother? Nope, I never did it. Oh, good I, I wasn't that adventurous as a, as a little kid. I, I wasn't really into, you know, sneaking around and all that stuff. So I, I kind of chilled. I was really chill as a kid. So. Okay, cool. 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 That's the yeah. That's what's up. Alright, so we got interesting facts, we got fun facts, and now weird facts. Weird facts. Since I'm not too privy to being weird, it's not really something that keeps my mind, but weird facts. Hmm. I got one for example. So weird fact about me is that if I overwork myself and I knock out some sleep, I actually have full-blown <laughs> I, I speak it out. I have a conversation with myself and, and trying to, to process what the, what I'm trying to do. Some bottles have come out of me talking with myself, and and I think that God works through that sometimes as well. Like I like I like I am passionate about the process of thought, and I'm passionate about God working through that. So there are ways in which what I'm processing, through what I'm thinking about, what I say in my heart, God will kind of. Clarify things and, and like yeah. something will be dropped in my heart and out. There's been blog posts that have come out of it. Like even the purity blog post was something that sat in my heart for a while, but it was just that one time I had a conversation with myself where I was able to articulate finally what I wanted to say and it ended up turning into two part post. But yeah, that, that's a weird fact to me. I, I definitely can have full blown conversations with myself. And it's funny when, when, you, when you're by yourself and you're comfortable doing it. And then somebody comes in, it's like they interrupt with the conversation. I'm not, not. Ain't nobody, ain't nobody. I'd be like, right. what, what happened? What are you doing? Oh, <laughs> yeah, especially if I'm in deep, deep conversation. And I'm mm -hmm. talking loud, like, just talking loud. I'd be like, like, for example, I'd just be like, I'm going to be writing something up. Mm -hmm. Yeah, show us. Take care of this note. No, that's not how you. No, 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 no. It's Christian bar. They no. See it like that. They localize my vocabulary. This one day, right now I'm gonna pass the email. So yeah, that's it. That's good. Good. Okay. Okay. This type of story. I hope they do. They get that. Well, look at that reference. I hope they do. It's not okay. They got the info. It doesn't matter. And I was still confused like like that. So. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I believe. A lot of creative types have have that have that that fact down too. That's good. Right. Ain't nothing wrong with it. Nah, it's funny because I, I used to think like, man, am I the only one that do this? And then I started realizing, nah, I can't be the only one. I can't be. <laughs> exactly. And, and, and at times, if I do something stupid, like I would really get on myself. Like, yeah. Why did you do that, man? You're so stupid. You wasn't supposed to go that way. You go the other way. Like, oh my god, you're such a dummy, man. Focus up. Focus up. And you know what's crazy though? You know what's crazy even with that kind of talk? Like, like there's times where you have to even check yourself talk because you can be saying things that are disparaging to yourself and you're so used to saying it. 
how come I don't touch a dummy? I'm, I'm, I'm such a dummy. Like, and I have to say, oh, no, no, no. I'm not a dummy. I just made a mistake. I just did something that I shouldn't have done. I'm no dummy. Like, you have to catch yourself. Like, that's a part of that changing the way you think things. Because the way you speak can influence, like, the way that you, you, you're thinking about yourself. And you're thinking about what you do. You can kind of downplay yourself. You can, you can talk yourself out of situations that are promising. Talk yourself down to... to the value that you physically have and the value that you, you, you give to people by the gifts and talents that you have. And you can really train yourself to inspire yourself to the moment who you are and what God is placed inside of you, what God is doing with you. Mm. You know, this, this faith walk is, is real. Um, there's a blog post that I wrote um, where I explained the two types of faith that God calls us to. And I used the example in the scriptures where uh, God led Israel through the Red Sea, yep. and then when God led Israel through the Jordan River to go to the Promised Land, it, it's two different ways that He led them. In the Red Sea, He opened up the Red Sea, and then they walked through the Red Sea. Yep. When they came to crossing the Jordan River, the Levites had to step, and as they stepped, the water parted, and then they, they stepped on the dry land. Mm. Do you understand how scary that is to walk? Because the Jordan River wasn't some big calm type thing. It was a rushing river. And to step and believe that the rivers will part, like you're not going to drown, because you're carrying the Ark of the Covenant and all that stuff. And, 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 and I looked at it one day, and, and God revealed to me that that's how He called us when it comes to faith. That's good. God will open up the pathway, and you can walk through, and you know that what God opened up path. And there are other times where the rivers are raging and you have to walk. And as you're walking, God makes the path straight. God Amen. makes the path clear. And so, yeah, man. And I say that today because a lot of times you can tell where your face is at by the way that you talk about yourself, by the way you talk to yourself, the way that you process the way that you think. And to me, that's a, that's a, that's a problem for me. Like, I'm, I'm, I'm comfortable with God opening the Red Sea. I'm not really comfortable with stepping in God opening the Jordan River while I, I walk through the river. Like, I'm not as comfortable with that because I need to know what's going on. Like, I need to be aware of what, 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 where are we going with this? Like, where, where are we going to go? Like, and, and do, do I... If, if, I, if I don't have the full picture, I feel... I was just thinking about this literally. Like, in the shower. If I don't know the path that we're going, I can automatically have a, a negative disposition. And that's the same thing. I don't know. That's the same thing with me too. Mm-hmm. So it, it's really you gotta watch. You gotta watch what you talk about yourself and saying stupid or you're dummy. And you may not mean much about it at first, but then you can start internalizing and you don't even recognize it. And as an introvert, I can internalize stuff. I, I yeah. know how to internalize things and not recognize I'm internalizing it until it starts spilling over. And by then, it's been internalized for a long time. Because I'm an introvert, because I'm really easy going, I, it, it can escape people. I yeah. can look like, oh, I'm chilling, oh, I'm good, I'm doing good, you know? And I have to recognize that. So, yeah. that, that I, I'm, that's, that's the same exact process that I am in right now myself as well. Because, like you said, I'm an introvert as well, too. You know, I feel that I get a lot more things done if I'm, you know, in my room on my laptop 
getting, getting worked up. Like, I don't want to be out and about amongst the whole crowd and be everywhere everybody's at, do everybody everybody's doing. You know, i rather just stay to myself and grow more within myself by myself because I know that it's me that I have to work on and not be with somebody else. You know, so, um, yeah, I feel the same as like, wait, it's to the point that, you know, next year, you know, if you guys are gonna listen to this, next year I'm planning on going to Bible college in Oklahoma, you know, and I'm getting away from everybody and everything that I know and I'm close to, just so I can be by myself with God. So I'm looking at it as like a Moses experience, you know, getting out of Egypt, getting out of my comfort zone, getting out of the things that I know, you know, to go and to uh, uh, fulfill God's purpose, to come back to Egypt, you know, stronger than ever and becoming more built in my face and having even more of the ability to overcome obstacles and enemies left and right and, 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 and take the core. Yeah, man, yeah. That's, 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 that's some good word. That, that's, that's a good word. Yeah, great job, great job. That's that. Right, Lamar, so um, as, as we close them down, do you have any um, final thoughts, anything like to tell the people, any words of encouragement or any any plugs you want to plug in, anything in particular, the, you know, the floor is yours. Thank you, thank you. Uh, shout out to all my creatives. Uh, I wrote a blog post uh, called The Tell of a Creative where I explained process of getting into writing and everything uh, just keep going keep pursuing the Lord keep him first don't be anxious for anything but in everything make your request known to God and trust him for your path if you're not a creative but you're just a believer and you're doing whatever you need to do um, seek him keep, keep him first and keep pursuing him keep Keep striving after him, maintain that intimacy. Like I'm really big on intimacy when it comes to our relationship with the Lord. Uh, be intimate with him, learn how to worship, learn how to, to pray and, and read the word and study the word and, and, and take your thought life seriously. If there's anything that comes with my blog, it, it's, it's taking your thought life seriously and understanding that God takes your thought life seriously. God is actively at work, changing the way you think. Just like he was at work, and after that work, you're changing your life. It, the Bible says to be transformed by the renewing of your mind. And we call this to renew our mind. That, that's something that we have to be intentional about. So be intentional about um, the way that we think and, and, and process God, our relationship with him, our relationship with each other, our relationship with the earth, our relationship in general, and, and just... Take investment, take a, a, an investment in your spiritual life, take an investment in, in your financial life. Like, shout out to, to Grow the Heck Up. If, if there's anything that God has done, it's increased my level of capacity as a writer because of Grow the Heck Up. Grow the Heck Up has played a huge part in it. So, shout out to Lavoisier, shout out to Jamie, the editor in chief, and, 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 and shout out to all the contributors of Grow the Heck Up and, and all the, the things that we're touching on. Like, be. Be concerned with your thought life. Be concerned with the finances. Because God is concerned with you. Be concerned with your sexuality. Because God is concerned with you. Be concerned with how you cultivate relationships. Because God is concerned with how you cultivate relationships. And, and just be invested. Be invested in your community. Be invested in your family. Be invested in your church. 
and, and just, just continue to pray for this world and this country. There's a lot that's going on. Maintain a biblical perspective in all of this. Watch and pray. Be not discouraged. Be not terrified. Be not in despair. God is in control. God is working passively, even if you don't see it, because we walk by faith and we, we don't walk by faith. So continue to pursue and continue to 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 to, to maintain a Christ-like perspective and, and just watch him work, watch him move in your life, watch him bring order to the chaos, watch him find him, watch all things work together, shout out to Lecrae, watch all things work together and, and, and know that all things work together for the good to those that love him, not just for your good, but for the good. So it doesn't mean that all the situations are going to work out in the way that you intended it, but it's going to work out for the good and know that he's in control and know that he's going to take you. If you want to keep up with me, you can follow me on Instagram. You can follow the blog, Thoughts of Redemption, straight out to Thoughts of Redemption on Instagram. On Twitter, it's underscore T-O Redemption. If you want to follow me on my personal page, it's LKGift20 on Twitter and Instagram. On Facebook, you can find Thoughts of Redemption. Just type out Thoughts of Redemption and you'll find it. Of course, the website home is ThoughtsOfRedemption.com. And just be prepared for what's to come. It's a lot. I'm really excited for what's to come on the blog. I'm really excited because of the, the Thoughts and Chains blog series that I'm doing. There, there's a lot coming with a, a lot of your favorite Christian rappers, videos nice. that I've been able to cultivate from them. And from fellow writers as, as myself, it's, it's a lot coming. There's a lot coming in the future. I'm really excited. I'm grateful for what the Lord is doing. And if you need anything for me to write, if, if, you're, if you're a website owner and you would like for me to write, let's talk and we can talk pricing, we can talk whatever it is that we need to talk, we can provide content for you guys. And man, I'm just excited. Um, I pray that this blesses you. I pray uh, for the Rise Up podcast that God continues to bless. Anthony, bless you, Anthony, for, for what you're doing, man. And, Thank you. And, uh, this is a great idea, and you use Anchor way more than I'm using Anchor. I would use Anchor via Lavoisier himself. This is Mr. Tech, <laughs> Mr. Tech himself, man. He's the one introduced me to it. I have an Anchor podcast. If y'all would like to follow me, it's Thoughts of Redemption. I, I will, if y'all want to get on me for doing that, please get on me with it. I'm not really a podcast guy, but it's, it's an easy tool, man. It's an easy tool to use, but, but it's, it's just been hard for me to really focus on it. Nah, I can teach you, man. I'm, I'm all for it, too. And also, yeah. you know, as a fellow creator and a, and a um, Christian hip-hop artist myself, you know, whenever you need on your vlog, I, I, I'm a phone call away. I'd be more than welcome to, um, you know, uh, um, uh, be, a, be a blessing to, to, to your movement as well, too. You know, I believe we need to stick, stick together a lot more, especially in these last days. You know, um, enough with the division, enough with the, you know, separatism and so on and so forth. It's one body, one Christ. You know, each body, you know, each body, you know, our body is full of a different functions, different things, you know, so it's okay to be a pinky toe. You are just as important as you are as a heart, you know, so in terms of the body of, of Christ, you know, so one can't rub without the other, you know, and uh, I believe we need more of that, especially in this day and age. So like I said, I'd be more than willing to, um, contribute as much as I can with my time and talents to uh, support you in your mission as well. Thank you, man. Appreciate that. Thank you. 
Um, once again, Lamar, I thank you for your time. I know your time is precious, and I thank you for uh, 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 showing me some love, some of your time. You know, and I pray that more doors will be opened up towards you and more opportunities to uh, gain more in Christ as well as finances, as well as an enrichment within yourself coming your way as well. Um, and I just pray that more people be blessed by this uh, uh, episode. So um, thank you once again. To all the listeners, this is the Rise Above Podcast. I'm your host, Anthony, a.k.a. PG, a.k.a. Black Dynamite. And you're listening to this wonderful, awesome interview about thoughts and sexual immorality and just battling our daily thoughts with Lamar Gibbs. Thank you once again, all. Good night. Good night, y'all.